commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! World you may fire when ready. <laughs> Anyone? Hello. I know, I just want to just want to be like bounty hunting is a very complicated profession. <laughs> very reliant on the Werner Herzog VO, by the way. Like uh, I was very excited. Why wouldn't about you be that? relying on it? It's exactly. so <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Right, and welcome. we did see that Ugnaught in the trailer, and it was Miraculous and yes. gorgeous, and I feel like that character is 100% Nick Nolte. Oh yeah, like 100%. Uh -huh. yeah. Nick Nolte. Um, yes, <laughs> welcome to our instant reaction uh, from the D23 conference. They saved the best for last with the uh, Mandalorian trailer, and we'll probably do the same. Um, there was a lot of stuff to round up here, but um, definitely that trailer was the best. Um, what, do you guys want to maybe uh, start with some of the smaller details first? Yeah. Do I do a blow by blow? Let's do it blow by blow. All right, that sounded weird. Uh, so the <laughs> first thing, the first and thing we'll announced, get to the eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing announced was uh, Clone Wars February twenty twenty. Yes, uh, so later than I thought, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> they they got a lot going on. November is a monster it, month right now. November December, so it's like it's fine. Yeah, I mean, they push. got. Resistance season two. They have the Mandalorian. They have Jedi Fallen Order. So they they could afford to to push it back a little. Yeah. Bit. That, that makes a lot of sense too, because I know Dave Filoni is trying to please kind of you know George Lucas and the roots of, of Star Wars storytelling and, and and make sure that stuff's just to the utmost you know perfection that he wants. So that yeah. that makes perfect sense to me. It yeah. does feel like this like season is going to be a cut above other ones too. I mean the the animation always got progressively better um, as a you know, as that show went along, but like yeah. the, I don't know, it's like cinematography, dare I call it that for an animated, like a series, but like the, the shots they have Ahsoka now are like just breathtaking. Yeah. Everything I see is like really, really strong. So, um, it's going to be great when we get it, but it's just, you know, there's always going to be clone wars fans and, um, so they can wait. Yeah, I think so. And I think like just being on Disney plus, it seemed, cause I actually watched the entire, panel the entire streaming disney plus thing oh um, was that was that nice uh marvel i was very excited for marvel uh and the muppets got there and i was excited about that and then the rest was i was texting with grant a lot of swear words about wanting to see <laughs> star wars already but yeah one thing no, I, I watched of, all of that <laughs> one thing i got is that they are really everything they're putting up there they want to make sure is high quality right and it yeah. looks cinematic Right. And we know their big competitor is Netflix, and uh, I feel like there was a lot of family fun content. And yeah, when it comes to cerebral storytelling, I think you know, obviously Moon Knight and She Hulk and things like that, and also yeah. Kenobi, and uh, uh, we'll get to that, and The Mandalorian, and things like that are going to be these cerebral stories, these intelligent you know stories that are, are designed to grab people, pull them away from Netflix and all the mature content that's on there. And I feel like that stuff should have been bolstered to the utmost degree, and it just. It felt like it wasn't in a weird way. Like it felt like yeah. that stuff was kind of left behind to the family fun stuff. And I, I get, I get that there's a bigger, a bigger swath of people that are going to fall into the family fun category. But if you're going to rip people away from Netflix, come on, The Mandalorian, come on, Kenobi, come on, all you know, uh, uh, She-Hulk, Moon Knight. You, you have to ex go all out on these properties because they are going to be the most intelligent narratives you're going to display in November. So it's like I, I don't know. I feel like they could have done a little better in that front, but other than that, I loved all the content they showed. I was like, I was just enamored. Was yeah, loved. yeah, they they Disneyed it up quite a bit for for the for D twenty three. I think that's that's what they do, but we'll see. 
Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. Uh, so what did uh, what did it look like when Kenobi came out? That was the next thing to happen, right? That was the last thing. It actually happened after the Mandalorian trailer. Oh, okay. But we can well, but we can talk about it in any any order. Why don't we just you want to talk about it? Meow. Yeah. Sure. How about meow? Uh, other so, than being super awkward and weird, it's awesome to see him <laughs> act as uh, Obi Wan. I just <laughs> don't know how they missed like Obi Wan. Nah, no, not but... to any degree that we would notice that it's Obi Wan. I feel like they totally botched that presentation in yeah. in the most awkward manner. It was kind of like, "Are you playing Obi Wan?" He's like, "Am I playing Obi Wan?" She's like, "Are you playing Obi Wan?" And she's and he's like, "Yes, I'm playing Obi Wan." And it was, that was the presentation. But you're Whoa. totally missing out on the fandom, which is they're all looking for the catchphrases. They're all looking for the hello there. No, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I was I was actively shocked that that wasn't the line they went with. It was I so know. weird. And it's like I don't know what did he look like? Did he have the beard? Did he look like he was anywhere close to it, or he just looked like? Did he look like? Did he have a mullet? Did he have no? A, I don't want he came out. He came out and just very suave looking. You and yep, McGregor, as you know, him any kind himself. of press conference. Yep, any kind of press conference where he'd appear, he'd be very suave, just kind of genile, super cool guy, and comes on the stage and just has this awkward retort with Kathleen yeah. Kennedy. And I was like, where is the hello? There? Like, yeah. all I needed was a hello there. And JJ yeah. 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 did Read the so room. right with Ian McDermott and in with the Rise of Skywalker, where, where Ian McDermott literally just came out and said, roll it again. And it yeah. was perfect. And it was, yeah, all yeah. we needed was a hello there. And it yeah. would have been, everyone would have been dry, a mic drop and it would have been perfect. Yeah. Uh, I will been. say kind of the thing that got a little buried uh, for me at first, because the reaction is the fact that she announced that all the scripts have been written um, and production starts no, no, she next said year. Almost all the scripts. Have been almost. Written. Oh. I was hesitant about for Obi Wan. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh. I pitched this a hundred times on the show. <laughs> Female. So why not Imperial inspector or detective is sent to Tatooine because Vader is jealous. <laughs> she has fallen into the good graces of the Emperor. Period. That is my pitch. I've said it forever. Okay. I mean, We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, I think that's a pretty, it's a pretty good call. Um, that's really great. That's really great. Um, was there anything else that they mess- mention anything about uh, the Cassian Andor series? Yep. They brought out Diego Luna and, uh, and uh, Alan really? Tudyk on stage. Oh, uh, basically great. all they announced was that it is definitely still happening. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it was, there cool. was talk about awkward it, exchanges. Yeah. Talk about that one, Adam. That was uh, that was an interesting one. So it was very it was very odd. I mean, you have Diego, Diego Luna and Al Tudyk who are very naturally charming and charismatic. So they were just bantering back and forth, and it was a lot of fun. And then I think at some point, I think Alan Tudyk said, "So we can we can say what the title is, right?" And it felt more like let's let's talk about the title of the show. And then Kathleen Kennedy's like, "Um, actually, not no. yet. We can't." <laughs> and then and then they did like a five minute back and forth about what the title of the show is. And I was honestly <laughs> sitting there thinking, "Oh, this is fun. It's their little like we can't say what the title is." I thought they were going to accidentally say what it was as a joke. Nope, nothing. So. so we got no title for that, and we got we had we we still don't have a title for Kenobi. It's still right. just there's no title that yeah. popped up on the screen. What I did see is they yeah. put up a timeline, which is actually pretty cool for like all the the movies and the long form uh, like series. Um, right. And so you can see in the timeline where they will be, and they have placeholders. And they're like, "This is the Kenobi movie," and this is the like, you know. But it was almost a canon timeline. It wasn't a production timeline. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was, it was yeah. in it was in Star Wars timeline. But part of me hopes that's the interface of how you choose things would be super Ooh. cool if you actually yeah. scroll through the timeline. Would be really kind of fun if you could choose as an option. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, I always appreciate timelines. 
Um, I love the Del Rey timelines in the beginning of um, of each book, and um, that's cool too. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's just nice. Gives people some context, and they're like, "Yes, this this is like still the Cassian Andor show, and then that's going to be the Kenobi show." Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's always yeah. great to see that. I mean, there's I just am getting this feeling, <laughs> which is fine. That they're it's a little fast and loose, you know, like. I wonder if, like, literally the ink is not dry or even on a contract for you and McGregor. That is hilarious you said that because Adam and I, before we, we started recording <laughs> the show, was said said that exact, exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, like, and so, like that, that could have been authentic. Like, are you doing this? And he's like, am I doing this? Like, and it could have been literal. Like, they don't really know yet because yeah. probably, you know, agents and contracts and things are being done. I mean, we know the intention. They both want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if it's just like, you know, they had a hard deadline and the industry does not like hard deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it'll get done when it gets done. Yeah. Um, but and Ewan so seemed to a, kind of address that a little bit because he talked about the fact that he's had to like skirt this question for four years. Yeah. And he's like, it's, he seems actively excited to finally be able to like say, yes, this, I am actually doing this because it's clear well, he's wanted to do it forever. Right. And we did have the rumors with Stephen Daldry attached. It was going to be a, a motion picture. It was going to be a film. Yeah, and I feel like that was incredible news when we got it. And and Captain Kennedy did allude to there were fibs and there were rumors and there was all these things. And I'm wondering if Stephen Daldry is still attached. Like that's my biggest question right now. And I wonder who yeah. is writing these scripts. And all. I would love yeah. to see some transparency and, and understand who loves Obi Wan to such a degree that they're they're spending a ton of time writing these scripts about you know his journeys on Tatooine. Because I mean, oh, this, so, so this, this is a the scripts deep done, story. Yeah. This is a deep story. Yeah. yeah, scripts wow. are done. Going into production next year, whatever that means. But I think the Cassian Andor show, they said similar. It's in pre-production, coming next year. So they're probably going to be trying to get something a new series out. I would guess every six months. So my guess would be we'll see Kenobi November twenty twenty. Would be my guess, but I don't know. What do you think? Wouldn't you think? Because um, did. Um... Diego and Alan say anything about like like have they been shooting? They're they're still not in pre production yet, or they're uh, I think they said they're in pre production. Oh, so they haven't shot anything. No, they haven't. But shot you'd them. have to think they're they're ahead of Kenobi. Yeah, I would think so. I yeah. would think so. My guess would be that we get we get uh, Diego Luna, or I mean the Cassian Andor series, summer like late spring, mm-hmm. summer twenty twenty, and then uh, and then Kenobi. November, right? Because I imagine right. I imagine there's a lot of holdover kind of uh, elements from the Mandalorian that you can use in Cassian Andor, like a lot of things you can recycle sets, things like that, like yeah. uh, alien bounty hunters, the scum and villainy of the galaxy, things like that. You can recycle for Cassian Andor. It's gonna be an easier season, easier series to approach. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Kenobi, I think it's gonna have to redefine the whole Disney Plus experience and be this giant thing. I, and I Still, agree with you. I think like, it'll be November 2020. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I would say the November. first one's gonna come out then, and probably the, the next one might be six months after that. I, I don't know. They, I, they are trying to fill this gap between movies that they have. I mean, they're gonna have a three-year layoff. layoff. Yeah. And I mean, it's gonna be at least three months of shooting, and then three months of, right. of editing, and then like you can probably pad it with three more months of BS. It's gonna go sure. in there for each of these things it doesn't really make sense to launch them both at the same time yeah you know it, they should probably sort of you know, spread I think casting andor will be in august uh do you that, think yeah. yeah i think i mean i think it's a safe bet and nothing's a safe bet when it comes to star right. wars but they right. get two series a year 
which was which that was would how be amazing. I think we get one a year, but you okay. think we get one? But then okay. that would mean like season two of The Mandalorian wouldn't be until twenty twenty two. Oh well, I mean debuting a. a- oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, because you could get some of these. Like you, it's, it'd be interesting if you get like The Mandalorian comes out every year, and then they have like a, they have like the limited series. Like Casting Andor, I'm guessing is not a series. It's probably just a limited one, like Kenobi. And maybe you have that in the summer, and then you have your your like returning series in the fall or something. I don't know. Right. So you have to remember they're on pre-pro for Mandalorian season two right now. Right. Like, yeah. They are ready to go into shooting. Yeah. That would be cool, man. I mean, I, th- technically, these things could go on for quite a bit. I mean, I, I guess probably the, the Cassian Andor one's probably a little more snug. But, I mean, you could really take it all the way back to he was a kid, right? So he's been doing this for 10 years. And, like, I mean, you just follow him around in his adventures. I, I and, and really, you had, what, 10 years in the desert for Obi-Wan or 20 years or something? So, um, I don't yeah. know. You could probably You could probably milk that as much as you wanted to. Or as, as long as you had ideas, it just right. But when it comes to Cassie Andor, I think there's some serious post that that goes into designing K two S O and and yes. that whole origin story of how Cassian first liberated K two S O. That's going to be a yeah. whole thing, I feel like. And it's, yes, yeah, yeah I, can, cool. I can imagine that's going to be a lot of post work. So we yeah. see a lot of time spent on that series. Yeah, well, it's just great we're getting it all. Um, that's awesome. It's good that there's confirmation about you and um, he's the man. Yeah, I like I, I'm just giddy. I'm thinking about all like the BTS, like his, like the look on his face, like practicing like um, lightsaber fights with Hayden <laughs> yeah. and stuff, and like and um, and Ray Park, and uh, yeah. you know, like he was just having the time of his life. And so uh, I love. I mean, everyone loves what he brings to the character. Um, so yeah. that's awesome. That is good stuff. Uh, uh, what else? Any other non Mandalorian news that we uh, should cross through? I mean, we can dive into the trailer a little bit. I mean, it did release on, uh, yeah. on YouTube, so we can all, we can all talk about it a little yeah. bit. Oh yeah, uh, I want to. I just want to get I, I want to get yeah. everything else off the plate before we get into the meat. Uh, no, I right think here. I think uh, I think we've I think we finished our hors d'oeuvres. It's time for the main course. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. Yeah, they waited long enough for this thing, huh? Yeah, eight thirty Eastern. Yep. Um, uh, first impressions, guys. What what did you think? I can't believe how good this show looks. Um, and, I, and I mean that in every possible way you can mean that. But the one that popped out to me is, you know, uh, Kathleen Kennedy said before showing it, this does stand, or, or maybe even Favreau said it stands head to head with the movies. And I was like, okay, you have to say that. And then I saw the trailer. And if you showed me this next to the movies, I don't think I could tell you which one was a TV show and which was a movie. It, the, the, it looks amazing. And in fact, it looks like the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> It I has mean, just like such the, twil- uh, the Twilight turning around yeah. and like winking. I was like, yeah. I'm in love. I don't, and that's an alien, and I can't wait to see the show. I feel like we saw more aliens in this trailer than we do in all of the sequel trilogies. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I saw it, when I saw the Twilight, just give the yep. glance back to the camera. I was like sold immediately. I was like, this is the Star Wars I remember. This is the weird aliens yep. all over the place. Humans aren't in the forefront at all times. This is this is Star Wars. Like this is totally. the, this is what I love. Yeah, the Ugnaught on the mount. I mean, the like, yep. yeah, the yeah, Mandalorian actually using his rifle and then pointing his pistol in like two opposite directions. Um, right. Oh, and IG eleven, IG eleven. Yeah, IG eleven and Forlom. Was that his outline we saw? Uh, I thought possibly. so. I thought so too when I was watching it on my TV, but now I'm watching it because I am watching it on a loop on my computer currently while we're talking. It looks like it's actually the Mandalorian. Um, oh, with IG eleven. 
Yeah, I it, yeah, definitely is. I just saw it, it just went past again. I too thought it was. I also thought it was was Forlan, but it's or Zuckus, but it wasn't. It was the Mandalorian. Zuckus. Yeah, Zuckus is the more sort of round one, right? I think so. I get him backwards. That's right. Zuckus, Zuckus, yeah, yeah. Forlom has the C-3PO body. Zuckus is yeah. a bit girthy. Forlom has the uh, protocol droid body yeah. and kind of insectoid head. Um, yeah. Right. He also, also 100% bisects a human using a door. And they cut away before it. Yes. Happened. Yes. And, <laughs> oh, wow. and we saw them freeze, uh, free someone in carbonite. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Was... Uh, not just one person, but it looks like there are four bricks oh, of carbonite. Yeah. In a row, so it looks like that's how he transports his uh, yeah. his bounty. It almost looked like the first character in Carbonite was like a like Sessi Tins species. I, I don't have the book, alien species book in front of me right now, but at that it looked like oh, that. Oh, you're right, Grant. It totally is. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought it was like yeah, the two horns ones. Yeah, the two horns. Yeah, the yeah. two horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was incredible to see that. I I just love the aliens that are back in play right now. Like that is, is so exciting to me. I'm like. Star Wars feels a little too human right now for me. I, I would love more aliens in the forefront. And I feel like we're getting that with the Mandalorian. And John Favreau understands that George Lucas is trying to be wonky, trying to be weird, trying to explore everything he could see visually in this galaxy. And I feel like that's I'm, I'm excited for that. So, yeah, and it's beautiful and it's dark too. I mean, all the uh, the um, stormtrooper helmets oh, and uh, oh, the yeah. Death Trooper lineup. Yeah, the like stormtrooper helmet like like lineup that was pretty intense. Obviously, getting the person getting cut in half was pretty hardcore. But again, like that was like you know in the second act of uh, a new hope, we see someone get his arm cut off. Like it's like yeah. whoa, hey, yeah. And also all real. the stormtrooper helmets on pikes. That's it's what I meant. Trail? Yeah, the helmets on yeah. pikes. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, really good. And then um, even like chaos you know, reigns. John Favreau said he said chaos reigns in the time after yep. Return of the Jedi yeah. when there's no established government. It's it's yeah. really interesting. It looks like there may be flashbacks because there's a lot of stormtroopers um, in action and the like ATST yep. just like blowing things away. Like the this generation of movies that are sort of retro ATSTs are like legit terrifying. Like when you see one in Rogue One going yep. through like a street, you're, it's scary. Like you see that yeah. coming at you, you're like, oh, that's death coming at me. And it was the yeah. same in this trailer too. It looked really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Seven, second you make it stop looking like stop anima- stop motion animation, they get very yeah. scary. <laughs> Yeah, real fast. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it also seems like there's some narrative foreshadowing in the trailer where when you see the death 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 trooper, you know, line, firing line, and, and yeah. then you see the woman who's dying, the woman in the water who's holding the child. It's yeah. almost as if the Mandalorian himself had lost his family. I like, it's almost what I yeah. got from the Yeah, the, the I had trailer. the same thought. Yeah. 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 I had um one sort of uh concern, which is just like all right, so we don't get Boba Fett. We get the Mandalorian, who's like a different version, but kind of the same guy. And we don't get IG-88. We get IG-11, which is like, well, it's not the same guy, but it's like kind of, you know, so it's like, I don't we know. don't get four long. We get five lame. And then five we lame. Suckers, so we get Zistix. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, Sorny instead of Sony. Like I, We still get Dengar because it's Dengar. <laughs> oh, we can't forget the poor the man's Ugnaught. Dengar Kuil. is Dengar. Kuil is the Ugnaught, by the way, guys. Oh, Kuil is? Kuil? I think his name is oh, Kuil. Kuil. Oh. Yeah, K-U-I-I-L. I think How would you pronounce that? Kuil. Kuil? Kuil? Actually, Kuil. I like Kuil more than Kuil. Yeah, wheel. It makes like it's a sound that a pig would make. Hey, it, so like, we can. So I'm guessing that's Nick Nolte based on early rumors we got about it this. Is. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm excited. Yes. Let's keep. Let's just keep saying that, and let's. That might be the deep. best kept secret about this show is that Nick Nolte is playing an Ugnaught who's riding this this crazy looking kind of Tyrannosaurus amphibian like. It's like a, yeah, it's like a polywog biped <laughs> with elephant legs. It's terrifying. It's, not, it's like a piranha was, with elephant legs. A giant I thought it was just a back, but I guess not. No, because uh, have you seen the toys going around? It, it is uh, no. okay. shaped like a dewback, but no, literally, awesome. it looks like a piranha oh, with wow. no fins and two elephant legs. Like it's That's all amazing. mouth, it's all jaws, and like right. big eyes in the front, and uh, it's terrifying. Um, and I can't wait to see it on the small screen. That's exciting. If this is really that good, it'd be really cool if they did a run like in the movies, though. This is like this would look really good on on a big screen. I bet. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised second. a lot of them do that now where they do like release uh, the first episode in theaters, but apparently not. Apparently, they I guess they don't want to take anything away from Disney Plus. I know. I, I wonder I if we can route of Game of Thrones where they'll show the the pilot and they'll show the finale in theaters in select theaters, should I say? Yeah. Yeah, I can see them going that route. Yeah, I wonder if we could convince, you know, Kendall Theater or Somerville Theater or, you know, one of those sort of be like, hey, this would be cool. Yeah, or IMAX. I mean, I feel like it's built for IMAX. I'm sure they have the 12.1 and plus, you know, sound design to go with IMAX. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Not Uh, to bring up that god awful Inhuman show for the second time, uh, second episode in a row. (laughs) Wait, Uh, we're still talking about it. I I will never let this go. I wasted eight hours of my life on that thing. But they uh, they released the first two episodes in theaters and IMAX. And if that show gets IMAX theater. Yeah. This right. show needs to as well. Like that's not fair. Yeah, yeah. There I would totally problem. go and see this. And you know what? They're. I mean, they're going to be up around an hour, anyways. And I bet they're going to. Well, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to release it. Do you think they'll give us the bulk, the whole series at once? No. Favreau, uh, in one of the interviews, confirmed it's week to week, one uh-huh. episode a week. I wonder though if they don't do the first two at once as like a mini movie. You know, like just do the first. Yeah. Two episodes, yeah. But I don't know. To suck you in, they probably will. So they'll, they'll probably this will be on Disney Plus, but they're probably also going to show it on their um, Disney XD channel. I yeah, guess. I wonder if they do because that's what they did with the CBS All Access to get people to buy in. They showed the first yeah. episode of Star Trek on on TV, on so maybe. Yeah, I mean that's sort of what they did with Resistance. Like you could see the episodes on um, you know your your wireless, which I ended up watching a lot of that season on my phone. But um, but yeah, it was also live. So uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder, but um, cannot wait for this. Do we? Do we get a date? There is a date, right? November November twelfth, twelfth. The first day. It's it is the it is the flagship series for Disney Plus. But you will be able to binge. It will be week oh, right. to week. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, what a tease! But um, that's good for us. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> have something to talk about every week. It's gonna be. We're gonna have a busy fall. It's gonna be. We might have to do. Two shows a week, actually, to keep up with this. Yeah, thing. I might have to do like a just an like a like a like a break it out. Just do a separate Mandalorian reaction. Yeah, episode. Yeah. So we'll yeah sit together and it'll be eight marathon hours of us talking, <laughs> and then we'll break up the episode over the week. Um, so they brought cool. Taika Waititi onto the stage. Do you think that IG Eleven is going to survive the first season? Hmm. I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Let's ask our listeners. Let's ask our listeners. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. think IG, IG-11 is going to last past season one into season two and be uh, a character expanding character after this first season? Yeah. Thing. 
We'll okay. see. I, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we get some, uh, you know, he's an IG model or she or it. Um, and, um, and so I'm wondering if we get any IG lore from IG 88 and we see what's going on with that. If they really sort of backfill some of that. Cause, um, I don't know. We got the IG 88 comic and that's really the only canon information we have on that character now. Right. It'd be hilarious Apparently, to see yeah. Droid Brothers. Like, if, if IG-11 is somehow, if somehow understands or knows or relates to IG-88, it'd be super interesting to understand that sort of dynamic. Where dynamic, it's like he, yeah. He knew yeah. about IG. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fascinating. Yeah. And what if, like, you know, IG-11 does pass away, but IG-88 comes into the fold? Oh, like, man. Well, I, I have this question for you guys. So, I feel like it's inevitable that they are going to introduce uh, Mandalorian, more Mandalorians into this storyline. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and they did announce that, um, uh, uh, hold on a second, they did announce one more announcement that, um, uh, hold on one second here. Uh, the woman who played Mulan is actually in The Mandalorian. Oh, Ming-Na Wan? Ming-Na Wan is in The Mandalorian, and I'm just wondering if she plays a Mandalorian or if she's going to be a major character in the series and whatnot. And so there's a lot of questions that are raised just from that. And I feel like that was that was a, uh, that was was kind of off-the-cuff, just out-of-nowhere announcement. I was like, oh, she's in the series. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. like, not enough starring roles for all the stars that they have in this series. It's really sort of tough to keep track. I, I'm, I can't wait to see how it all shakes out. Yeah. It's going to be super great. Um, which uh, one of you has like an old timey printing press in the background? Because uh, that was really I hear like a lot of typewriters had, and like <laughs> I was when when Grant was waiting for an update. I thought he was reading his. I thought he was getting the, the <laughs> telegram coming in. <laughs> I didn't know we're skyping the. You telegram. know what it is right now is my fan and my computer is acting up right now. Uh, I, have to, oh, okay. I had to literally open up my desktop and see what what's going on here. What what fan is acting up? My right head cannon says you have an old timey printing press, and you're actually like, you have like that visor on with like the green thing, and you're like typing away. One yeah, of three fans is acting up. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, uh, I, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. No, it's it's not distracting. I just distracted to it because it was nice. So I have a quick, uh, I was going through frame by frame, and when he is, when the Mandalorian's beating up all those people in the bar, yeah. one of them's a Corrin. We get a, a live actor Corrin. Uh, it's the, no the squid. Way. It's the squid people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, who I oh, think live Corrin. in the, Corrin, yeah. the cohabitators yeah. of uh, uh, Ankala. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love a yeah. good Corrin. Yeah, those awesome. are classic. Underused, underused characters. Yeah. Oh man, this is going to be so awesome. This and this is also like I can't wait for the second season because you know this is going to be a lot of character development in season one, but it still looks like amazing. So I'm like, what are they going to even do for the second season? Then like, how are they going to take it to another place? Like, I, I'm so glad we're getting two seasons of this. This will be great. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Are we uh, done geeking out for tonight? We got anything um, lined up for tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow's a little open-ended. They have uh, the Disney Studios uh, presentation, which I guess is similar to Disney Plus, but focuses on all the movies. There will definitely be a Star Wars uh, representation there, and the rumor mill is that it's going to be a behind-the-scenes video, um, which I'll take. It sounds like no yeah. trailer, but uh, they did apparently show uh, a couple seconds of, of footage, new footage, today. Mm-hmm. Um so we could talk a little about that tomorrow and break down if I'm guessing the behind the scenes will go up pretty quickly. Didn't it? I think they do that every year. Yeah. 
I feel like it comes well, up pretty immediate. So let's just announce what everyone's talking about on Twitter right now, which is that everybody thinks Palpatine is it has inhabited the helmet of Darth Vader, and we'll pick up on that tomorrow when we discuss the Rise of Skywalker footage and content that's explored at D twenty three. But um, that is the big rumor on Twitter right now is that everyone thinks Palpatine at the very end of Return of the Jedi with that kind of blue fire that emanates out of that that kind of uh, chasm in the Death Star goes right into that helmet and that's where Palpatine is at this point and is manipulating Ben. It has been manipulating Ben from the time before, you know, after Bloodlines and after we first uh-huh. you know, understand him as a child and, and learning about Darth Vader as his grandfather. All right, I've got notes on that, but we'll save it for tomorrow. That's really yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's an A-plus tease there, Grant. A-plus tease. So, yeah, so uh, if you're listening to this, you're up late on the East Coast um, right now. Um, but so this is Friday, and tomorrow is Saturday. So check back in with us um, Saturday um, if you want to uh, get up on all the new stuff coming out of D23. Um, thank you very much for listening to this, and may the Force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Coreworld News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always. Yeah.